More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Man, it's zipping on by today. I told you it would. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions, your Memorial Day names. If you have family members, friends, comrades in arms you want honored, put Memorial Day in the subject line. Let me know who they are. We're doing a live show to honor the fallen on Memorial Day. All three hours, we're going to be honoring the fallen. That's, look, the whole show is dedicated to that. We're not even doing ads that day. It's just a show dedicated to the fallen. All right? All right. Let's get back to some politics. Because, of course, remember, the communist is going to use anything to get you disarmed. Just on a broad level. Communists have always understood they have to disarm the people. If you're going to be that horrible, you have to disarm the people. You can't have an armed population and do the things you want to do. So they've always disarmed them. And as many gains as they've made in this country and culturally and all the things they've taken over in the corporate world and education and everything else, it's always bothered them that they never disarmed us. It's always bothered them. It's the final thing they have to get done before they can finally do everything they want to do to us. I mean, they, look, some of them, at least to their credit, come right out and say it. We need a moratorium 
perhaps on gun sales. Um, we need to, who will say on this network or any other network in the next few days, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment? Hmm. Oh, you can't say that. Well, why not? Why not? They, if, if I, I truly believe if Jefferson and Washington and Madison, if they all knew that, that the bullet would be invented some 50 years after our revolution, I don't know if they would have written it that way. They didn't yeah. even know what a bullet was. It didn't exist to the 1830s. They, if they had any idea that there would be- Yeah, okay, we don't need Michael Moore blubbering on. They, they want the Second Amendment gun. They don't want you to have guns. And understand, it's not about kids. It's not about the school kids. They don't give a crap about school kids dead. Don't buy that outrage for a second. They'll, oh, they'll sell it hard. Oh, the children, the children. They don't care about the children. These people abort babies at nine months. They don't care about children. They don't care about death at all, really. It's not that they don't care about kids. They don't care about anybody. Remember, human life to them means less than nothing. They are anti-human. They don't care about kids. They care that they can't hurt you in the ways they want to hurt you. They do want to hurt you for not complying. They want to whip you back into line, scare you, abuse you, kill you if they have to. And as long as we have 300 million guns in this country, they can't do that, and it drives them absolutely insane. It always has. It always will. Jesse, everyone is talking new gun laws. Well, I have an idea for that. Let's make it law that every citizen age 18 and up is required to take firearm safety training and once completed, be required to carry a firearm. If everyone is armed, then criminals will think twice about trying any of this crap in the future. Look, it's true that an armed society is a polite society, and it's true that you can't find me a single mass shooting at a gun show. Why not? If the guns are the problem, everyone's got guns, everyone's got a gun on their hip, there's guns everywhere, ammo over there. Why has there never been a mass shooting at a gun show? Well, because we know guns aren't the problem. I actually agree with one part of that 100%. I think firearm safety should be in every classroom, public and private, in the United States of America. And as far as requiring people to hold them, that's probably, <laughs> that's probably a step too far. It took forever for me to get the wife to start carrying. But they have stuff out there. Ladies, ladies, just pause for a moment. I know maybe you're hesitant to carry. And I understand women are much better fashion sense-wise than men. Understand this, ladies. They have outstanding-looking purses. According to my wife, I don't know what a good-looking purse is, but according to my wife, the purses they have out there now with concealed carry, special concealed carry pouches for your weapon, you're going to like them. You have more options than you think. You don't have to walk around with a gigantic pistol Wrapped around your skirt, all right? You can you, you have options, ladies. Fellas, you know what to do. Dear Snake Man, you know, that's not nice. Okay. It's not not what in the world what you what in the world were you thinking? Did you not learn from Buttery the Goldfish? What are you gonna do when you leave town? You can say my name, please. He said his name is Grant. He said, PS, what did you name your Python? Okay. I know I said I wasn't going to get the boys a snake. That's what I said, all right? But my oldest, especially, one, he busted his butt this year in school and in track and in cross country. He made the honor roll, I think, like every semester. He made the freaking honor roll. He, he's forgotten more about the snakes than I'll ever know. Absurdly responsible with it. <sighs> 
as far as leaving town, the thing only has to leave. The thing only has to eat once every couple weeks. It's not like the python's sleeping with me, okay? It's in some some rack thing they've got upstairs, and he takes he takes obsessive good care of it. Look, I don't want to be snake guy, okay? I've got to go out and get a piercing in my tongue now. I don't want to be snake guy, but apparently I'm snake guy. All right. Menu whisper. I could be wrong, but I haven't heard your thoughts on hot dogs. Personally, I love chicken pork mix. Some love all beef. I don't know what that means. What about toppings? Chicago style, New York, wiener schnitzel. One, love a good wiener. No question about it. Two, I actually differ with a lot of people when it comes to hot dogs, but that's, but that's mainly because you're wrong. People will talk about things like the Costco hot dogs. Those wieners are too fat. I don't like a fat wiener. It's not supposed to be fat. It's about the wiener to bun ratio. You have to have the appropriate size wiener to fit in the buns. Otherwise, the the meat's too big. It's too much meat. It's way too much meat for the buns. A standard bun size all beef wiener on a soft bun. Remember, you got to have some soft buns, not hard buns. That's living. As far as the toppings, stop getting complicated with these hot dogs. And stop throwing, you asked about Chicago. Don't you ever assault my dog with tomatoes or peppers or all these other weird, vile filth they put on there. What goes on a hot dog is ketchup and mustard, some chopped up onion, always welcome. And here's my personal favorite. They have this in the grocery stores down here in Texas. They have a spicy jalapeno mustard relish like mixture some ketchup and some of that on there give that wiener some kick what chris what no ketchup no i'm not eight chris oh you know the best dogs though new york dogs the they call them dirt water dogs in new york everyone everyone listening to me on 710 wor right now in new york is nodding their heads they call them dirt water dogs and all these native new yorkers they're all snobby about it Tough New Yorkers. Every time I come into town, it's the first thing I do is I go get these dogs. No, hear me out, Chris. Hear me out. On top of all the other normal toppings and the bacteria you get, they actually have this uh, red onion sauce they put on there. I know it may not sound good. It's fantastic. Gosh, my mouth is watering. I'm starving. Jesse, looking for advice. I was in the weight room the other day minding my own business. I could overhear a man behind me yelling ruthlessly at his wife slash girlfriend over the most mundane things, where she put her water bottle, her poor spotting ability, looking at her watch, and I mean yelling at her. I felt compelled to say something, but I also didn't want to take a dumbbell to the face. What should I have done in that situation? It says you can use my name. His name is Justin. Uh, this is not an easy one to answer because... I feel the same way you feel. You see somebody like that treating his woman like that in public. I mean, who knows what he treats her like in private, right? If you if you're if you're that big of a scumbag, you treat her like that publicly, gosh, privately it's so much worse. And obviously if he physically lays a hand on her, well, then you got to roll. Then it's time to roll. Then it's then it's time to roll. As far as yelling at her goes, man, you got to mind your own business and you got to hope she gets out of there. And it's so hard for women when they, when they get trapped in these relationships with these monsters, cause they feel trapped and they don't feel like there's any way out. And my, my heart goes out to them. If you're a woman right now in a kind of relationship, right? Like that, 
pack up your stuff and leave, all right? There's a better life out there for that. But look, if he's not touching her, you got to just grin and bear it, say a prayer for her, and move on. All right. Mental health facilities are way in the news now for obvious reasons. Let's talk about this as some kind of of a solution. Also, let's talk about my slippers. Let's talk about the greatest slippers ever. They have a three-tier cushioning system. Mike Lindell took over two years designing my slippers. My wife never takes hers off. They're $90 off right now. $90 off for a limited time. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE. That gets you $90 off the my slippers mypillow.com promo code jesse or call 800-845-0544 800-845-0544 go enjoy the comfiest slippers ever your knees don't even hurt your back doesn't hurt the things are like tennis shoes mypillow.com promo code jesse he doesn't care if you believe him but he's right jesse kelly It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday answering your questions the entire show. Whatever you email into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. If you missed any part of the show, go download the podcast. We did a ton of history today. Tons of it. I love it. Worshipful Oracle. What's that mean, Chris? Worshipful. All right. I, I don't know. Well, whatever. We don't need more gun laws. We need mental health care. They started closing mental health facilities in the 60s. The mental health facilities we have are privately paid for and very expensive. Because of HIPAA, the mental health counselors and doctors can't release the needed information to the state. Just about every one of these shooters were being seen or on meds for one issue or another. Semper Fi, brother. He said I can say his name. His name is Rick. Um, look, I'm not against exploring the mental health facility thing, but... If I can caution you about something quickly here. We have a corrupt system. Because we have a very corrupt system that has been weaponized against you and against me, we have to be careful with certain things. We have to be careful when we call for certain actions. You say, and it's not, it's not like it's a dumb email. I, I get your point. It's a good point. But you say, we need mental health facilities. And the mental health facilities, you say, the doctors and counselors should be able to release the information to the state. Okay? Do you think the communists consider you to be mentally sane? You you know what I'm asking. You know where I'm going. Don't get ahead of me. Do, Do you think they view you as being mentally sane? Do you think if they could, they would lock you away, or at least force you to go see a counselor. And then the counselor, you want the counselor to be able to inform the state. You want the counselor to communicate with this person? Apparently the company 
that sold the shooter to his rifles um, received a $3 million PPP loan under the last administration. Um, do you know if there's any effort by this administration to claw that money back? So I, this is the first I'm hearing about this, so I would have to go back to the team and uh, and look into it. Do you know the name of the company? The company is Daniel Defense, D-A-N-I-E-L Defense. Apparently they, they received a $3.1 million PPP loan right at the beginning. My colleagues have been writing about it apparently today, but assuming that is confirmed, would the president, do you think, support the idea of trying to claw that money back? I, I, I honestly, Michael, I need to check with the team and just... She didn't say no, did she? She asked for the name of the company so they can examine the federal government attacking a private gun manufacturer. So allow me to ask you again. Do you want them to have the power to check you? Not some nutball 18-year-old psychopath. Do you want them to have the power to check you into a mental health facility and for the counselor that sits down and talks to you to communicate the things you say to him or her to the state? Do you think they would consider you mentally fit? Or do you think that after careful evaluation of uh, Bob, we've decided that Bob is a psychopath and we are not only going to confiscate his firearms, we're going to detain him for a certain period of time. For everyone else's safety, of course. For the, what's that word? Starts with a P. Gosh, they used it a lot. For the public health. For the public health, Bob has to go away for a while. Now, I wish that wasn't so. I wish we lived in a country where we could trust our institutions, where we could trust them enough to do things like this. I mean, we, and we used to have a country like that. Remember, we are dealing with a corrupt, rotted, broken system now. I mean, you bring up mental health counselors and doctors, and obviously there are some great mental health counselors and doctors out there. How many of them are freaking monsters now? You know how many mental health counselors out there are seeing children and putting them on puberty blockers? Do you know how many? It's a lot. You want those counselors deciding whether or not you are mentally fit? Just, look, again, it's not a dumb email. Be real careful when you call for that stuff now. Shogun, in February 2021, Texas faced rolling blackouts during a freeze because ERCOT has been run by morons who spent boatloads on incentivizing wind and solar power and turning off fossil fuel power plants. 700 lives, billions of dollars in property damage later, including 30000 to my house, and still not much has changed. Now in May 2022, ERCOT is warning of more power shortages to come during peak usage this summer. Don't use your clothes dryer. Set your thermostat to 78. Why are precisely zero candidates running on fixing the supply and demand warps in the energy sector? We need coal plants, natural gas plants, and nuclear plants to provide reliable electricity. How is electric reliability not a winning issue? She says I can use her name. Her name is Allison. Allison, it is a winning issue, but you have to understand we have a bunch of eunuchs in the GOP, and that's why they don't run on this. I can tell you Republican after Republican after Republican running ads on my television set talking about reducing carbon. We hand them the game. We hand them the battlefield. We play the left's game on the left's field with the left's referees enforcing the left's rules, and we wonder why we lose. The second you give them, well, carbon is poison, you've already lost. It's just a matter of the degree of your loss at this point in time. The second you give them that ground, you've lost. You handed the high ground over. Why? Why don't people run on this? 
So many of these Republicans are useless. And honestly, so many of them, they want those donations from the crappy big oil companies too. The big oil companies that are actively lobbying for more green energy so they can crush their smaller competition. We have to start purging the Republican Party. Right now, there are primaries going on across the country. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. They're more important than that election in November. If we send the same bunch of useless idiots back there in November, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to accomplish anything. Oh, don't get me wrong. We'll have hearings. They'll get great little 15-minute sound bites and send out email fundraisers. But will anything actually get done? No. How many Republicans? Not you or me. How many Republicans have you heard speaking out against the World Economic Forum? Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. But two conditions are necessary. The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities, that we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. That's what we call. How many elected Republicans are speaking out against that? I'll give you a clue. Ah, not many. How many Republicans are actually attending? Oh, there are some. We got a long way to go. All right. Recession versus depression, military bases, much more coming up on the Jesse Kelly Show. I thought that maybe we could see my show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2 of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, 
and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never seen before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday, and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Next week, Chris, next week is simulcast week, right? Is, what is June 1st? Is it Monday or something? Tuesday? It's Wednesday? The, 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 the radio simulcast thing goes live. That's, I mean, the suit, look, Suits, you wanted it. You're going to get what you get. You want to watch the simulcast, uh, go to thefirsttv.com slash Jesse, and that's where you sign up. It's 100 bucks a year. Jesse, what's the difference between a recession and a depression? Is a depression just like a super recession? Also, if we're heading into a depression, which flavors of crayons taste the best? You know, that's not very nice. That's not very nice for one. One, it's kind of funny. A recession is actually easy to quantify. A recession is two straight quarters. Remember, a quarter is just three months. Two straight quarters of economic shrinkage, of the economy shrinking. That's what. That's it. So we already had one with the, you know, the first quarter is January, February, March. And then after that, you get your numbers in and you find out, okay, it shrunk. Well, April, May, June, that's what the, that's what the second quarter is. So we're already in a recession. It's, it's still shrinking. You just don't know it yet. It's not official until June comes and goes. And then the numbers will be in and they'll be all, well, no, we're in a recession. Depression is actually, there is not really a definition. You can look it up. What you'll get is a bunch of vague, severe recession talk, an extended period of time uh, with economic degradation. But just to understand, unemployment got up to 25% during the Great Depression. 25%. That's staggering. A quarter of Americans out of work. I mean, desperation. Americans living in shanties, 
You ever seen those favelas in Brazil? Which, by the way, again, we've talked about this before. Favela sounds way cooler than it actually is. The little shanty towns. Americans were living like that during the Great Depression. I do think we are heading into times like that. I'm, I'm not trying to worry you. I'm not. I mean, but I mean, look, inflation's still going up and up and up and up and up. When you combine that with all the other factors, still the crazy spending, interest rates going up, a border overwhelmed, a Biden administration that is committed to destruction of the country. I just don't, I don't see how we avoid it when we have these people in charge. I, I don't know how it can be avoided. And remember, they're not meeting right now trying to fix gas prices. Keep that in mind. They don't care. They, they, they've always talked always talked about wanting these high gas prices. Remember that these people, they come out and say it sometimes. They kind of like where we're at. We need to accept that there will be some pain in the process. Uh, the pace that we need will, uh, will open up for missteps. Mm. Uh, it will open up for uh, shortages on energy. It will create inflationary pressures. And maybe we need to start talking about that, that that pain is actually worth it. That pain is, what'd she say, Chris? Worth it? It's, again, it's not, the reason I'm so pessimistic, the reason I think we're going into a depression isn't even just where we are. It's the people who are still running the world seem to be very, very happy about where we are. They're not looking at all this destruction and thinking, oh no, this sucks. They're looking and thinking, oh, finally, we can put in all my plans into place. That's why I say that. Sore foot soldier. The new policy is going to be interesting. He's by the way, in case in case you're wondering, he's talking about this new policy. The policy, it's it's a proposed policy in the army to where if you, a soldier, don't like the politics, the local politics of where you're stationed, you can be transferred to a place that's more in line with your views. This is, of course, a gigantic outreach to the, the all the trans all the transgender soldiers we have now. Which definitely, I mean, we're definitely ready to fight China. That's that's a great sign. We have an army full of people that that want to uh, change their gender. Well, anyway, this guy writes in based on that. He says new policy is going to be interesting to watch. How many military bases in California do you think are in pro LGBT areas? How many heterosexual men will say, get me out of here? Will the military discriminate and not let them move? How will they possibly handle that? It will be quite a show. What say you? I think, well, look, I, I think we all know how that's going to go. We're always convincing ourselves we can use these things against them. But the truth is the communists now are in full control of the United States military. This goes way beyond the president. They own the military academies. Our officer corps at the highest levels is an absolute disgusting disaster full of a bunch of lickspittle communist losers. And that's from top to bottom, from the Pentagon on down. It's all been weaponized against the right. And this is purely going to be weaponized against you. If you want to chop your penis off and you don't want to be stationed in South Carolina anymore, they'll shuttle you out of there. If you are an army guy who actually likes women, and I know that's rare, you're screwed. What, Chris? It's fine. We can make jokes. Oracle, you're forever going on about food. What about cigars? Do you have a favorite? <sighs> Says I can say his name. His name is Andrew. I'm not anti-cigar. 
if I'm if I go golfing, I golf a couple times a year. Maybe once a year is probably more fair. I enjoy golf. I just don't have many hobbies, you know that. So so I don't do it a lot. But if I go golfing, couple bud heavies, someone busts out a cigar, which someone normally does. I'll puff on a cigar, no problem with that. Again, about once or twice a year, I'll have a cigar. I actually wish I was a cigar guy. Cigars look pretty cool, but every time I don't like, I don't like that it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't like it, and I feel like it leaves that bad taste in there for a long time. What, Chris? Are you a cigar guy? It's not that I want a hobby, Chris. No, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. I want to want a hobby because everyone thinks that I'm this psychopath and just, I am not a psychopath. I am not. I don't have things that I love outside of doing my show, my family. I just don't have things that I'm passionate about. I don't have a hobby. And I wish not only, I I wish I wanted one, but that's just because everyone thinks I'm a nut job. The truth is when I sign off here about 20 minutes from the show and I take off for home and I get home. I think my boys are having friends over tonight. If the wife is into a book or maybe watching one of her weirdo serial killer shows or something like that. And it's just me and glass of bourbon and maybe a world war one documentary. Man, that's my perfect diet. You could offer me that or, or, or a night at Mardi Gras. Right. And I would pick, I would pick the, I would pick the documentary in the bourbon. That doesn't make me antisocial, Chris. I know you always say this. It does not make me an 80-year-old nerd either, okay? I just have different interests, all right? I have different interests. All right. Remember, remember, you can email the show, whatever you want, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We have a stack of emails I didn't quite get to today, and I am definitely going to have to address that. Dear Dr. Kelly, I have a question for you. Given the accelerating balkanization of red versus blue states, do you think the red wave takeover at the federal level should focus on making it easy for red states to secede? Brother, we got a million miles to go if you want a GOP with that kind of teeth. A million miles to go. All right, I'm going to get to all the emails I didn't get to in a second. Someone else wants to ask about gun-free zones in schools. But while all this self-defense stuff is on your mind... Let's talk about your proficiency with guns. How often do you train with your weapon? It is Friday. Tomorrow's Saturday. Do you have 10 minutes this weekend? You probably have Monday off. You have three days. Do you have 10 minutes over the course of the next three days to practice with your Mantis X system and get better with your weapon? Remember, the Mantis X, it's what the Special Forces guys use. You attach it to your weapon, whatever your weapon is, and you practice dry fire practice inside your home. I'm not even telling you to leave the air conditioning or buy ammo. Attach it to your weapon. They'll put you through drills in your home. They'll give you feedback in your home. You will get better in your home. Get a Mantis X system. I'm telling you, it works. It's incredible. Go to MantisX.com and get one today. That's MantisX.com, all right? All right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it! Returns next. Hey, 
Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember to enjoy yourself. Like I said at the very beginning of the show, I'm just going to recap this again real quick. We'll be in the chair doing a live show to honor the fallen on Memorial Day. Memorial Day is not, not Veterans Day. We already have Veterans Day. Those who have given their lives for this country deserve to have an unwatered down day where they are honored and remembered. Go enjoy your family. Have fun. The guys who gave their lives for this country would want you to do that. Just at some point in the day, pause for a moment. Gather the kids around. Gather your boys around, your girls around, whoever you're hanging out with. And remember them. Give them a moment to remember them. All right? All right. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you know the the thing. Emails. We didn't get to. (laughs) Dear Jesse, I think it's long past time that our schools are not gun-free zones. The latest tragedy just confirms it in my mind that teachers should be armed. Metal detectors should be installed at all the doors and existing security guards are armed. We need to eliminate gun-free zones. What say you? Look... I'm fine with arming and training teachers. I think that's wonderful. I'm fine with armed guards in schools. I think it's necessary. Understand, though, we just had lots of those things at a school, and still there was massive failure on many, many levels, including egregious law enforcement failure. There's not, what I'm trying to say is, I'm fine with all these solutions. There's not an easy, quick fix, and we want there to be because of all the death and misery. We want it to stop, and it's awful. There's not a fix, all right? There's not, well, I shouldn't say there's not a fix. There's not an easy fix. When you're dealing with a society full of angry young men, the fix goes way beyond metal detectors and guns and bulletproof vests and locked doors. The fix, it's part of the fabric of a nation that's being ripped apart, and that's just the truth. Happy Friday. It's been months and the Frito Bandito song still pops into my head regularly each day. Thank you for that. You are very welcome. I am the Frito Bandito. I like Fritos corn chips. I love them. I do. I want Fritos corn chips. I'll get them from you. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Fritos corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, 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 Frito. Question, what would your personal enemy say is your greatest quality? She says, insert comments here about your looks and charm and all-around awesomeness. But seriously, what is your real answer? Think about it. Says I can say their names. It's Chrissy and Matt in Nashville. Says they listen to the show together all the time. My greatest quality. What would my enemy say is my greatest quality? Chris, what what do you think my enemy would say my greatest quality is? My humility? I would I would probably I'd probably lean on my humility for them. No, and I'll say I don't know. I don't know. Your enemy doesn't like your qualities. I don't know what my enemy'd say. Look. My enemy would probably say this is my greatest quality. I'm very honest about what I want. I'm very honest about it. It's actually something I appreciate about many of these communists today. I don't want unity. I don't want to heal some divides. 
I actually, contrary, I know this is contrary to what most people believe, I don't want things to calm down at all. I have no interest in them calming down. I seek victory. I want victory from my side over your side. I want you crushed and pushed into the sea. That's what I want. That, those are my goals. And I think the enemy would appreciate that. And look, I like that they're very, very, they're getting honest too. You want me disarmed. You want my sons to, to, to turn into women. You want my, uh, my country drowning in drugs and illegal immigration. You want to collapse the dollar. You want to destroy the fossil fuel industry and kill about 2 billion people. And, and you're starting to get more honest about that. And I appreciate that. Jesse, get with all your talk show friends and start a movement to always refer. Okay. I know what you're saying, buddy. What's the one of the funniest things in this business is this. Because people will turn on, you know, the radio all day. You're probably listening to Premier Networks all day. So you're going to turn it on in the morning and you're going to hear Glenn and then you're going to hear Clay and Buck and you're going to hear Sean and you're going to hear me and you're going to hear you know you're going to hear, hear all these shows. And then you're going to turn on you know the news at night. You're going to watch me on the first TV. Maybe you flip over and watch Tucker. Maybe you I I understand all these things happen. What's funny is because you're getting it all from kind of the same place, everyone thinks everyone knows everybody. I don't know that many people as far as people on the radio. I mean, I know a few. I obviously know Glenn. I'm very close with Buck. I know Clay very well. Oh, man, there aren't that many others. I mean, various guys like James T who fills in for me. I, I know him. Remind me, we got to get James T for the end of next month, Chris. Remember... The end of next month, I'm going to be gone for just a little bit. I've got to take my boys fishing on Cody up in Alaska, Kodiak Island in Alaska. I don't remember where exactly it is. And yes, there are gigantic 10-foot-tall Kodiak bears up there, Chris. And yes, I'm going to try to get a bear cloak. Of course I am. Can I get that through the airport? I don't know. Maybe I'll wear it through the airport. True Sage Oracle, Dr. Jesse, simple question. Is this pansexual, transsexual, and wokeness in young people, is it a big fad or is it here to stay? It's not only here to stay, it actually gets much, 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 much worse from here. When societies begin to degrade morally like this, they don't just reverse themselves without a major shock factor of some kind, some kind of dictator taking over or the country collapsing or something like that. Mark my words. Chris, go ahead and write this down. Mark my words. And as sick as this is, within 10 years, pedophilia and bestiality will have moved into the mainstream in this country. They will be things that are openly promoted on the news. And you can vomit in the trash can and say I'm wrong. You know I'm right. It is a fact. That's the way it goes. I mean, look at, look at how it started, right? You remember how it started? Well, just gay marriage, just equality. Now we have kids who go around schools barking like dogs and the teachers set out dog bulls so they can eat like dogs in the schools. We have 12-year-olds mutilating themselves. It gets worse from here. That's why I say there's a dictator coming. Chris, maybe that dictator will be me. Maybe it should be me. <laughs> All right. I'll be in the chair here on Memorial Day live to honor the fallen. It's going to be a different show I think you'll enjoy it. Probably going to be pretty heavy, uh, history heavy. All right? That's all. Take it easy. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.